Hey, hey. What can I say? Uh, bad excuse for a rhyme. Anyway, what's up, everybody? This is Eric Hiller. This is the podcast about everything. Welcome, welcome. Pretty, uh, pretty exciting, exciting show today. Uh, something pretty fun. I wanted to kind of, uh, I wanted to get, uh, have a little fun. I wanted to switch it up a little bit with this today. Um, been, uh, been roaming around and really, really diving into the, uh, the old streaming catalog, having conversations with friends, talking about, uh, what some of the best shows, movies, things to do to just have a lazy day, whether it be streaming shows, whether it be, uh, you know, whatever you want to do when you're just having a lazy day. So today we're going to go over my personal list of five of the best shows to marathon or to binge, whatever you want to call it, during a lazy day. And more to come with that. Let's get it going. Podcast about everything. Eric Keller. Let's do it. All right. Let's get it cracking. So, once again, welcome back to the podcast about everything. I am Eric Keller. And, uh, yeah, man, this started as a conversation. A friend of mine and I were... We had, uh, it was after St. Patrick's Day, um, and obviously, if you don't know, um, thank you for joining us from your humble rock. Uh, St. Patrick's Day is traditionally a day where people like myself go out and have a good time, and usually we consume our first adult beverage around, I'd say, you know, morning time. Just put a stamp on it. so I decided to start around eight o'clock in the morning, which is actually a little late. Anyway, long story short, woke up Sunday, not feeling the best, not feeling the greatest. Um, and we had a conversation, me and my friend, about what we were going to watch that day, what we were going to sit down, have a lazy Sunday, what were we going to marathon so that we could just watch it, and turn our brains off let our hangovers kick in, and then eventually dissipate. And I had a pretty darn good conversation about this. And to add to that, um, have uh, have compiled just some just some things, just some a list of stuff that I personally think is just fun to just do on a lazy day, just stuff to watch and you can just turn your brain off. I mean, it's not working anyway because you're, you know, toasted from the night before. So this is Eric Hiller's top five shows slash movies to binge during a hangover. Now, this is something that I would love feedback on. I love feedback on. I want people to hit me up. 
let me know what you think. All right. Keep me posted. Let me know what you think. Let's have a discussion about this. At Hillercopter on the old tweet machine. Copy? Copy that. All right. Number five. By the way, this is going to get no particular order. It's not like, you know, five is worse than one is best. This is just top five. All right. I didn't I didn't think about this, you know, as like, oh, this is the best. Um, it's just, you know. Whatever. So number five, <clears throat> it's a, this is a staple, I think, for mostly everybody. Law and order, preferably law and order special victims unit. Um, SVU, as the kids would call. I mean, Jesus, you turn on TV uh, almost every day and you see this show on some channel. I mean, it's everywhere. It's on all the time. If you haven't seen every episode of Law & Order, you're doing it wrong. And, oh, by the way, do you have a Hulu account? Great. Because all 800 seasons are right on Hulu. I mean, guys, this thing is like, this thing's it's a really good show. It really, truly is. Although you can definitely tell that as the show went on, there's a lot more filler episodes. Then there are like genuinely good, hard hitting ones, right? There's a lot more ones that they were like, yeah, we'll just, you know, oh, Mr. Hargitay's off most of this week. All right, we'll just put this one in here. Oh, Ice Tea, you're going to be out. All right, just, you know, have this one, you know, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> but it makes for great binge watching. Uh, it really does, because you can just have it on the background and, you know, you can take a nap. I actually like doing it. I actually like, I know it sounds like counterproductive, but I actually like sometimes, like if I'm really, really bad, or even if I'm just tired, like not even like screw the hangover part, if I'm just tired, you know what I mean? I like having something on that I can just have on, take a nap, relax. It's all good. I enjoy that. Um, but yeah, Law and Order SVU, number five. Number four, true story. Uh, this most recent St. Patrick's Day, on Sunday, it was myself, my girlfriend, girlfriend's sister. We were all hungover from the day before, and uh, we were uh, we were sitting there and we watched Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is my number four. We watched Game of Thrones from about. I think like noon to 10 o'clock at night, a solid 10 hours, Game of Thrones. Got through a lot of episodes, finished a lot of episodes, made some good headway on that. Um, yeah, man, it's really good, really, really good to watch. And I'm really mad at myself that it took me this long to find this show. I really, really am because I freaking love it. I love it, and I'm and I'm I'm really really into it, guys. I'm really really into it. I'm loving every minute of it. Um, yeah, I really wish I would have turned turned on to it a lot earlier in the run, but oh well. Um, it's just a phenomenal show. I mean, now it does require a little more attention. Like 
if you feel yourself starting to slip away, starting to like go to sleep or whatever, I highly recommend you pause wherever you are, you turn off your HBO app or whatever you're watching it on, and you put on something else, or you just turn the TV off, go take your nap, come back down, do it. Um, and make sure to take pee breaks in between because they're long episodes. So that's number four, Game of Thrones. So far, we got SVU, we got Game of Thrones. See how good my memory is because I'm not writing anything down. Like I wrote these down so I could be able to talk to you about them, but uh, I'm not crossing them off or anything like that. So let's make sure I'm good. Number three, this is going to sound weird because there's only three of them. And I might get some hate. Might might catch some heat for this. But number three, I got the Lord of the Rings series. Now, full disclosure, I did not see The Hobbit. I did not see any of The Hobbit series. So, you could put in, you could watch The Hobbit, and then you could watch The Lord of the Rings. You know what I mean? Fellowship, Two Towers, Return of the King. Me personally, if I see... The Fellowship of the Ring on, I'm watching it. Because I know that right after that, like five hours later, especially if it's on TV, like on like TNT or whatever, five hours later, Two Towers is coming on. Six hours after that, Return of the King is coming on. By that time, it's time to go to bed. So it's perfect. Um, fantastic movies, man. So so ahead of their time. So ahead of the time. Um, you know, I think... Uh, the, the advancements that they were making back then, just with the technology and with, you know, shooting the way that they did, you know, shooting them all. And, and then just the performances you got out of, out of, uh, out of the actors, uh, I mean, it's a who's who with that cast, man. Elijah Wood, uh, Sean Astin, Viggo Mortensen, Ian McKellen. Uh, you know, the list goes on and on. Dominic Monaghan. Everybody, man. Everybody is uh, Everybody's at their A game. Everybody's at their A game in that movie. From the music, Peter Jackson is a director. He's a freaking genius. Um, I love those movies. And I haven't watched them. Uh, I haven't watched them in a while. I usually try to check check in with them every like year or so. So I'm about due. Yeah, I'm about due, and I'll do that. But yeah, Lord of the Rings definitely taking our three spot. Down to the last two. I know you're biting your nails in anticipation, right? Because I am. So here we go. Number two. This is definitely going to be controversial. This is definitely going to be controversial. But you know what? I don't care because I'm going to defend it. All right? My personal number two, Arrow. You heard me correctly. Arrow. First season of Arrow is my favorite. It's dark. He's killing people. It's just, it's it's all over the place. Ends on a 
huge twist. It's phenomenal. Second season of Arrow is the best. Second season of Arrow is the absolute best. Deathstroke and the the twist that happened in that one, and then the end of the season. Oh, oh, it's fantastic. Season three was okay. It wasn't great. There were issues, a lot of issues. Season four, you really don't need to watch. I would watch season four only for the crossover episode because the crossover episode is phenomenal. It's phenomenal. And then there's some good things about season four, but season four, you really, you can skip season four if you want. Constantine's in it too, which is awesome. But yeah, it's all right. Season five, back to true form. Season five was absolutely amazing. It was incredible. I love season five. Season six, I actually didn't mind. Towards the end of season six, it got a lot better. Um, but the beginning of it, not so great. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, uh, now it's on season season seven. I have not watched season seven live. I will watch it whenever it comes over to Netflix, and I'll catch up on it. And then uh, season eight is its last one, and it's only ten episodes. So it's kind of sad. Um, Era's a big part of my life. It got me through a. <laughs> Around the time Era came out was when I had uh, some. It was a trying time in my life, uh, but I uh, that show kind of kept me going, kept me going through for a while. So um, I love that show and I enjoy that show, and I am uh, sad to see it go. But if you ever have a time where you got nothing, you got nothing to do, and you want to watch, turn on a new show, definitely watch Arrow and get up on that. Uh, Arrow's number two. Now, for number one, real quick, a couple honorable mentions. Prison Break. Prison Break is a fantastic show to watch, okay? Um, to binge, uh, especially if you're hungover. Um, although, yeah, yeah, you could still do it. it. Again, with a lot of these... You do have to pay attention a little bit, but really, if you think about it, Game of Thrones is really the only one you have to really, really, really pay attention to because of its format, the way it's set up. There's things happening all the time with some of these other shows um, and Lord of the Rings, too. You have to pay attention to Lord of the Rings, but you figure with, uh, uh, you know, with Arrow, especially with Law and Order, you they're network shows so there's going to be exposition all through the shows anyway so you're gonna you're gonna know what's going on you just gotta listen for keywords anyway yeah prison break um definitely enjoy that uh any any form of batman on screen whether it be the um whether it be the movies like the christopher nolan movies even the tim burton movies um those Batman the Animated Series is great. Anything from the 90s is definitely worth bitching. bitching. Definitely worth binging. Uh, just because it's just, it's funny. It's funny now, like watching it now compared to what, it's hilarious. I highly recommend it. Anyway, number one. Dun, 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 dun. The Star Wars series. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. 
take a journey a long time ago to a galaxy far, far away and just lose yourself. All right. Now, my preferred order. Okay. My preferred order. I'm really not. If you can avoid the prequels, I definitely would. However, if you really want to do the whole series, I will say this, the whole series, if you watch it, boom, 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 all back to back, it does kind of tie in pretty nicely. It does. It really, really does. Um, I would start at episode one, and I'd go all the way through. Have not seen Solo. Have not seen Solo. I would put Solo in there. Um once I see Solo, then I'll have a better uh, knowledge of it. For me right now, I would go one through three, and then I'd watch Rogue, and then have Rogue One in there, and then four, five, six, seven, and eight, and then eventually number nine will come, and we'll all be, uh, we'll all be arguing about that too, just like we did The Last Jedi. Um, I didn't mind The Last Jedi. It was cool. Uh, but I thought it tried to be a little too much like Empire Strikes Back, and it ended up uh, being the opposite of what Empire Strikes Back was. Uh, just you're not going to recreate that magic with Empire, so just make your own movie. Make sure it's a Star Wars movie, but make your own movie, and uh, you know, do your thing. But I love Star Wars. I will always, always love Star Wars, no matter what. Star Wars is my jam, and it always will be. It's the great, one of the greatest movie franchises ever made. I'll fight anybody. I will get down on some on some funk music, funky jazz, and I will fight anybody who says that the Star Wars series is not one of the best series ever made. I will fight you, and then I'll give you a hug and buy you a beer afterwards. Anyway, that's my top five, everybody. Uh, let me know what you think of the list. Again, it's not meant to be competitive or anything like that i don't want anybody saying oh that sucks man blah, 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 blah. okay that's your opinion that's fine that's just what i like to those that's my choice when i go when i wake up in the morning and i'm a little toasty from the night before i run through that list in my head and i'm like you know what maybe i want to maybe i want to watch this maybe i want to watch that you don't have to watch it with me so we good <laughs> all right um yeah, man. Uh, take a break. Come right back. Wrap this thing right up. Podcast about everything. Air killer. All right. Man. One of those days, man, the weather is starting to get, like, the weather's starting to get real nice, and, uh, ever since we sprung the clocks forward, daylight savings time, man, it's really, really screwed with me. I'm hearing, though, that they're trying to get rid of it, at least over here, at least over in, uh, Pennsylvania, where I'm at, they're trying to get rid of daylight savings time, because they're saying it's screwing people up. I guess back in the day, they did it before people enjoyed it but uh i mean 
if we can just push the clock back once a year, I'd be cool with that. Just not having to spring him forward, you know what I mean? I'd be alright with that. But that's just me. Anyway. Uh Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Um, we are uh, a couple housekeeping things. I'm starting to get back into uh, like Twitch streaming. Um, getting on there, uh, playing a variety of games. No real rhyme or reason to it. Just uh, you know, whatever's whatever I'm playing. It, definitely gonna try to hop on uh, some of the new stuff coming out with Mortal Kombat 11 right around the corner. Um, that's a big game for me. I love that game. I love that franchise. I love that series. So I'm definitely going to get that. Uh, we're going to hop on that here. And um, yeah, man, come check me out. It's uh, Nader. Twitch, twitch.tv slash Hillernader, all caps, one word, um, H-I-L-L-E-R-N-A-T-O-R. You know, like the Terminator, only... Hiller Nader. Eh, I think it's clever. Um, check me out on that. So I'll be hitting that up. And um, yeah, still going to crank these bad boys out, man. Still uh, working hard trying to get the best uh, content that I can. So um, if there's any feedback, any uh, words of wisdom that anybody has for me, feel free to drop it. Uh, drop it off to me. That'd be great at Hillercopter on Twitter at EricHiller68 on Instagram and that's all I got it's been a pleasure and uh, this is the podcast about everything and we'll talk soon thanks guys about everything thank you for joining me today uh today i want to talk about something that's pretty much kind of old news i know uh more of a retrospective uh i just got done replaying a game from telltale games Telltale Studios. Uh, if you don't know, they were a. Um, they became. They rose. They rose to prominence basically from uh, The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead uh, season one. Um, the the Telltale series, and they pretty much revolutionized decision making in games. Uh, they made it, you know, the thing, which is how we kind of have games now. You have so many decisions. Uh, Telltale was the one that kind of, you know put that trend in motion so i just got done playing uh season one of replaying season one of batman the telltale series so i wanted to have a little bit of a retrospective on that wanted to have a retrospective on telltale itself uh gonna be a great show gonna be a great time thank you for joining me today is friday april 5th 
2019. Let's jump in. Podcast about everything. Eric Hiller starting now. Alrighty. Again, my name is Eric Hiller. This is the podcast about everything. Um, as I said in the introduction, today is going to be a retrospective of both uh, Batman the Telltale Series Season 1 for right now, uh, and then a retrospective on uh, Telltale Games, Telltale Studios. Um, so before I talk more about Telltale, um, I'm going to jump into, because it's fresh in my mind, I'm going to jump into season one of Batman the Telltale series. Uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, this is a game that came out 2016, 2016, um, season one. And uh, if, if you're not familiar, the way Telltale did games uh, was they released them by episode. They were the first to really pioneer the whole, they kind of spearheaded this whole thing of like games as a service type deal. Um, you, you, you bought a game episode by episode by episode. Now you could go and, you know, purchase it as a bundle later. You could, they sold them on discs and everything like that. So you definitely were able to do that. Um, but they wanted you to, they wanted you to buy it episode by episode. That's kind of how they wanted you to, uh, kind of how they wanted you to experience it. I'll get into that a little bit later, but let's focus on this game. So again, Batman, the Telltale series, season one, it's crazy when you look at the artwork, when you look at the cover right you see a resemblance to it just in the logo when it says batman you see a resemblance to batman the animated series the timeless timeless animated series that captures batman the best i believe and it was the best it was the best version of batman that i've seen so far i've seen a lot of great ones I've seen a lot of bad ones. I've lived through Val Kilmer and George Clooney, although Val Kilmer was a lot better than George Clooney. Uh, I've lived through Christian Bale and Ben Affleck. I saw, I've seen Michael Keaton and I've seen Adam West. I've seen them all, guys. I've seen every single one of them. The Batman and Batman the Animated Series was the absolute best what that was that show it was a great look inside of the mind it gave you the duality it gave you the, it gave you the duality of bruce wayne and batman how he dealed with being bruce wayne and how he dealt with being batman you realized in the way that kevin conroy the famous voice actor who has played batman for Ever since the show debuted, which was 92, I believe, 1992, um, he, he, he approached it as like, look, Bruce Wayne is the public face. That's the mask. That's what he puts on. 
Batman is who he really is. So he's the one that started the whole duality thing. And you know what? He did it perfectly. And so that was a great look into Bruce Wayne and Batman, the duality there. What Telltale did with this with this game or was looking to do with this game was bring that back. Give us more of the duality of, hey, you're Bruce Wayne and you're Batman. Which mask are you going to wear? You're going to wear a mask no matter what. Which one are you going to wear more? Um, And that's what was great about not only this game, but Telltale Games in general, was that you had choices to make. And the choices you made in this game felt like they mattered. Um, There's been a lot of Telltale games where you play them and you make these choices and you don't really feel like they matter, honestly. I mean, there's some where it's like, yeah, that was tough, but you know what? You go back, you play it a second time, and you make the different choice. You're like, yeah, it's going to be so different. It's really not. The outcome is really the same. Um, With this game, though, it felt different to me. It felt like I was mad at some of the choices I made strictly because I wanted to I wanted to just see if it would stay the same if that makes any sense. You know what I mean? Um so yeah, I think um I I I think that this was an incredible dive into uh, into the psyche, into the character, into who this guy really is. And you know what? It was freaking awesome. I mean, if you haven't played this game, I definitely, definitely recommend it. Definitely got to play season one. I'm actually going to jump on season two tonight as well. Uh, probably going to put that up on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Nader. Hit me up. And, uh, yeah, but I, you know, without diving too far in, um, as of right now, just to keep it condensed, uh, yeah, this, uh, season one, I definitely recommend what I'm going to do is after I finish season two, um, I'm going to do a whole series of, uh, a whole series, Batman, the telltale series retrospective, a whole thing. This is just season one, Um, but I'm definitely recommending Batman Telltale Series season one. Once I finish season two, like I said, I'll go ahead and just do a whole retrospective on the whole series as itself, go through some things, probably some spoilers. Um, So if you haven't picked it up or you haven't downloaded it, do yourself a favor and do it. It's it's an awesome ride. It's an awesome ride, and uh, it gets pretty... Pretty crazy, pretty crazy, and pretty action-packed. And the way they did the combat in here was awesome. So, and um, it's the one, it's the one game. I think, pretty sure it's the first game I've ever platinumed. I've ever 100%ed. So, that's uh, that's a pretty, that's a pretty uh, awesome accomplishment. At least you know, for this guy. So, um, that's it. That's part one of the episode. Second second half of the episode, man, we're diving in. We're going in how Telltale Games fell apart.
That's what we're diving into, a little bit of a retrospective on Telltale. I'm going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Podcast about everything. Eric Hiller. Let's do it. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Podcast about everything. Eric Hiller. So, Telltale Games. Uh, as some of you know, if you follow the gaming industry, they uh, they are they're gone. They're no longer uh, they're no longer around, which makes me sad. I am when it comes to games, I am a single player campaign guy. I love storytelling. I love storylines. I love. I just I I love being able to escape, um, and I like a good story. I like a good, you know, a good um, a good escape and a good story to kind of just suck myself into. And Telltale did that. First game I ever played from Telltale, as probably most people, was. The Walking Dead, season one. You play as Lee Everett. You uh, look after a girl named Clementine. And it, it, it just, it, it completely changed everything. I was 22, 23 years old playing that game and was in tears at the end of it. At, you know, 20, at, in college at 22 years old. Yeah, was it didn't do a whole lot for my street cred, but you know it was whatever. Um, yeah, man, it was a it was a great game, and then they followed with the Wolf Among Us, and the Wolf Among Us is probably one of my favorite games of all time. Uh. I mean, it was it, it was amazing. It, it, that game made me. That game got me out of a lot of personal um, issues that I was having at that time. That was like 2013, 2014. That game got me out of a lot of personal stuff, but also that was just a great game. So that's the thing, man. These games mean a lot to me because I love Telltale so much, um, and I like and I love the stories that they told. Uh, they, they really meant, meant a lot. So, and as you just heard, you know, Batman, they did a Batman series. They did Guardians of the Galaxy. They did Game of Thrones, which I'm so into right now. They did Game of Thrones. They did Tales from the Borderlands. Um, they've done so many things and, um, Unfortunately, it's uh, been coming out that they uh, maybe they weren't always on the up and up. Um, apparently, they they had a lot of they had a lot of shady ways of treating their employees. Uh, employees were working crazy amounts and crazy amounts of hours and not getting compensated for it. Um, when they did close, they closed super quickly and they laid off more than like I mean they had 250 people there at 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 one point and they 
the day they closed, they had 250 and then they ended with 25 working there. So they cut off basically all of their workforce and got no severance. Let that sink in for a minute. The people who were laid off got no severance package. And I guess there was investments that uh, just didn't fall through, just didn't, or there were investments that fell through. There were investments that didn't didn't add up, and there were investments that didn't didn't work. And um, unfortunately, I think what made Telltale great was something that also contributed to their downfall. Telltale wanted to release these uh, these games. They wanted to release them episodically, which is a great idea. It's a fantastic idea. Unfortunately, like I said, it led to their downfall because when you played a Telltale game, you encountered a lot of issues. Now, I don't really get too into the whole glitches and everything like that. Like, I honestly, I'm going to sound weird, but I can kind of look past it. But not everybody's me. And even I will say when something's running like shit. And when you have a game that can barely move, you can barely see the cutscene because it's running so choppy. Which, unfortunately, a lot of these games that they came out with, they ran choppy. I just got done playing Batman The Telltale Series Season 1. That game came out in 2016, so it's almost three years old. And it was running choppy, and I got the whole bundle. And you figure when you buy the whole bundle, you figure that it's going to run good or run a little bit better. It didn't, and I'm playing on the PS4. Um, there were there were issues with it. It ran well, but there were, there were issues. And um, that's one of the things. Another thing that they had, they... Uh, <laughs> They invested so heavy in licenses that personally, I think they got too far behind. They got too far behind in their debts and they, you're dealing with investors, you're dealing with everybody and they couldn't live up to it. But the biggest thing I think is when The Walking Dead did so well and it won every game of the year award. They stuck to that format. They wanted to make every game like The Walking Dead. They wanted to follow that exact same format. To the point where, when later seasons of The Walking Dead came out, you almost knew, you knew how... It, I mean, it was, the te- it was the telltale formula. It was the telltale formula. Season 1 was the... Inter- or, I'm sorry. Episode 1 was the introduction. Episode two, you introduce the conflict. Episode three, something crazy happens and it throws the hero into a tailspin. Episode four, you get the hero out of that tailspin. And then episode five is the conclusion. That's how it works with every Telltale game. And you would think that that'd be okay because that's just, oh yeah, that's how games you know do it. 
But when it happens for every game, and when every game suffers the same issues, that becomes a problem. And unfortunately, Telltale couldn't fix it. I'm very passionate about this because it means a lot to me. Because Telltale is a great studio. And they made stories that spoke to me and you know again I know this is you know this happened last year like September of 2018 so I know I'm late to the game but I will say this playing some of their games now now that it's kind of you know fresh in my mind um playing replaying some of their games now it really makes me miss the Telltale experience. It really does. And, um, yeah, I, hopefully we can get some of these, I mean, hopefully somebody gets some of these properties, you know, we were supposed to get the Wolf Among Us season two this year. And, you know, that's not going to happen. I'm hoping and praying that we can get some of these back, but We'll just have to see. We'll just have to see. But um, that's it for me, guys. Uh, That's it for me on this. I appreciate you guys listening today. Thank you for joining me. And I hope you guys enjoy yourselves. I will be back with more. Uh, Again, my name is Eric Hiller. Hiller Copter on Twitter, at Hiller Copter. Hiller Nader. On uh, Twitch, twitch.tv slash Illuminator. Hit me up, watch my streams, tweet me, listen to my podcast, do all that stuff. All right? Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.